0: Well, Happy New Year to you all. Well, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. And many of you will still be away on holiday... And wherever you are in the world, it's great that we can connect this first day of the new year of 2023, a year with new opportunities, with new vision, new initiatives, new dreams. The church will grow bigger, the kingdom will expand, and the impact of God will happen in Christchurch, New Zealand and all over the world, even for us personally to grow into everything that God has for us and also to see what. God wants to do. How exciting. Now I'd like to start with something funny. And uh, I heard about this wealthy man. He was known for being eccentric. He was having a big party at his house. And in the backyard of his house, he had a large swimming pool filled with sharks and alligators. He announced to his guests, anyone who will swim across my pool, I'll give you anything you want. A few minutes later, there was a big splash. This man was going as fast as he could, dodging alligators, maneuvering around the sharks, and made it to the other side just in the nick of time and got out as quickly as he could. The wealthy man said, wow, you are the bravest person I have ever met. I can't believe it. I can't believe you. Now, what would you like me to give you? The man says, What I want more than anything else is the name of the person who pushed me in. (laughs) Oh, so funny. Guys, in the water, if you're around water, please be careful. Look out for sharks and uh, make sure that you are safe wherever you are and swim between the flags. Wow, this is a new year. You know, we can step into the more of God. I love this scripture here in Ephesians 3.20. It says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe that we will see in this year, one of the themes this year will be supernatural acceleration, and we'll talk a bit more about this as the year continues, but I believe in our lives, in our church, in our community, in your businesses, that there will be a supernatural unction of the Holy Spirit, and when we expect these things, then we start speaking, and we start working, and we start declaring, and we start living in the more of the Holy Spirit, so get ready, because I think God is going to surprise us, and it's going to be just amazing. Now like every year we start with three or 21 days, three weeks, 21 days of prayer and fasting and worship and praise to prepare our hearts for the year, to lay a foundation, to focus on Jesus, to align ourselves with the purposes of God and that will happen from the 15th of January. So those three weeks it's going to be focused on fasting and prayer and worship and, and praise. And then at the next weekend in early February, of course, Day, we will go to camp. Make sure you come to camp. It's going to be just absolutely amazing. You know, Jesus says, and he promised, when we seek his kingdom first and his righteousness, then all other things will be added onto our lives. It's a powerful promise in our lives when we put Jesus first. And one of the things I wish and I want for each one of us, and I invite you into it, that we put Jesus first in our lives right from day one, because it's the most important thing that we can ever do. When we put Jesus first in every part of our lives, in our time, in our thoughts, in our um, finances, in our um, expressions of worship, whatever, then he will bless us and it says here that all things will fall into place. So may Jesus be first this new year. Now, some of us make New Year's resolutions, right? I've made many of them, I broke many of them, and so have you. (laughs) But I wonder that sometimes the best New Year's resolution is to deal with the hurt or some grievances of this past year. Sometimes it is back to the future, Back to the future. Sometimes it is healthy to look back briefly to make sure that the foundations are right to go into a more amazing future. Otherwise, it can compromise this year. What happened last year, even one or two things can really compromise you moving forward with God in this year. And the writer of the Hebrews, he talks about this in Hebrews 12. He says, as for us, we have all these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. So we must let go of every wound, let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin that we so easily fall into then. We will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination. The path has been already marked out before us. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus who births faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and he conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Isn't that wonderful to fix our eyes on Jesus? Don't, don't look to the natural realm don't look for the circumstances around you yes you're in this life you're in this world but not of this world and so it's powerful that we fix our eyes on Jesus and then it says here let's get rid of the wounds the hurts that pierce our hearts and our minds and our emotions another version says we must get rid come on everybody say it get rid Get rid of everything that slows us down, especially the sin that just won't let go. If you do this, it says in his word, then you'll be able to run life's marathon. Race with passion, determination, a path already marked before us. See, there's a wonderful race to be run this year, in 2023. There's a wonderful race and and a destiny that God has for each one of us. What he wants to do in our lives. What he wants to do through our lives. But note, it's a marathon race. It is not a sprint the Christian life is a marathon. You grow into sonship. You grow into the things of God. It is a building blocks in our life. It's not a sprint. So we have a marathon. We're in here for the long haul. And so we need to make to sure that we don't pick up those things from the past that even determine our lives from the past because it can trip us up in the future. Let's make sure we have a clean sheet and we know what we have done and how we have dealt with things so we can be free to move into everything Even an airplane, when it goes up, you know, airplane, it says here, it has the right weight. It can't have excess baggage because it would be too heavy. So it's got, got to make sure that there's no extra weight. Everything is fine so it can fly into the sky. Same with our lives. We want to make sure that we don't have excess baggage from our past. Excess baggage of the things that have hurt us and somehow have compromised our lives. So it will hold us back in the future because God has got a powerful path ahead of us. I love this promise in Psalm. 37 is that the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he may fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his right hand. Come on, we can trust the Lord to uphold him with his right hand. He is delighting in us and we are delighting in him. This marathon race, this is a joyful expression. Although there's difficult in, difficulties in life, there, there is a sense of a joyful expression with God. It's not a drag. It's not a drag race. It is a race, a marathon race in the Holy Spirit into the destiny of each one of us and our church and what God wants to fulfill in this world. Amen? The path is full of wonder and mystery. And joy and peace and righteousness and blessing. And God would love us to pursue this this year. Everything that we have with our hearts fully engaged with Him. This will really inspire us. I tell you, you want to be happy in your life? You want to be fulfilled? Then you follow the path that God has for you. It is so wonderful in this way. God made us for this. He has a purpose for you and for me. Now, sometimes we pick up stuff, like maybe last year in 2022, you may have picked up some stuff in your life that is still weighing you down. You still have not dealt with this stuff, and it doesn't belong in your life. It may trip you up for the future ahead. It may weigh you down. There's too much excess baggage in your life, weigh you down for the future ahead. So what has pierced you like it said here what has wounded you what have you struggled with what are some of the things that really dragged you down it could be even one thing it's really hurt you and you're still in that place and you're still struggling in that place well I want to challenge us uh, this morning I have this bucket with me Um, this red bucket and it's got stuff in there, and, and, and this bucket represents kind of my life, and hopefully represents also your life. And I've put some things in it that we may be carrying in this life. Now, these are actually toys. Uh, don't laugh at these toys, the toys, uh, because of our grandson plays with our toys. As you probably know, I have a grandson in Queenstown with David. And back, but also, of course, Sasuke and Wiley are going to have a child. It's all public now. So they're going to have a child in June. So we have even more toys uh, coming. And boy or girl, we don't know. Uh, it's all good. Uh, but that's why I'm using these toys to illustrate this whole thing. Because maybe your heart got really hurt. And there's something in here that really, really hurt you. That one thing. And it's in your bucket. It is in your life. Maybe it is this addiction. Sorry, monkey. Maybe it's this addiction that you still can't beat and you're still struggling with this or maybe it's some some abuse that you had somebody spoke over your life really nasty stuff or I don't know what happened but something happened that was so powerful it was so painful I don't know what it is I mean oh the big one the big one offense hey offense maybe it's offense in your life I um Offence. I, I, it's actually one of the, the biggest one that there is um, in the Christian life. It is. It is so easy to be offended. You know, it's so easy to be offended but it's one of the hardest things to deal with in life because it gives you anger, it gives you anxiety, and all these things. I'd like to explore this a bit more this year, but uh, I was looking online, and this is what it means offended, to be offended. Look at this. Uh, the taking of offense or the feeling of being offended if, involves this experience of negative emotions caused by a word or an action which is in conflict with what we expected or believe. To be right, to be appropriate, moral, or even acceptable behavior. So it's, it's something... That you expected something and it didn't happen. Somebody said that he would do something and they didn't do it. There will be something for you and there weren't for you. And so you are hurt and you are offended in your life. It's a really powerful emotion. It's somehow unmet expectations. One of the biggest downfalls in our lives. One of the biggest problems that we all have to deal with. And I would like to explore this for a moment. But that could be that stuff in your life. Or it could be a, a betrayal. Somebody has betrayed you in the bucket. Here we are. Betrayal in the bucket or whatever is in your bucket could be failure, it could be self-doubt, whatever is struggling, maybe regret. Maybe you're saying to yourself, man, I wish I had done that, but I haven't. Or I wish I never said this. I, I, I've, I've got some of those. that I, ne- I wish I never said some things. Just Dumb. I should never have done it. But out of my own emotion, out of my own pain, I'm on my own whatever, I said some things. I wish I'd never. And maybe that's in your bucket. Maybe there's something about those kinds of things in your life. And we feel heavy. We feel burdened. We feel weighed down. And our bucket is full. Our bucket is full of stuff in our lives and we carry this excess baggage and we wonder why we are so tired, wonder why we are grumpy, wonder sometimes how we can be so depressed in our lives, sometimes drowning in ourselves. Some, it's so hard. See, we were never meant to carry all this stuff because it is so heavy in our life. It's killing you. So, so why don't we go on a journey and even today, let's, let's go and empty your bucket. Why don't we empty our bucket? We don't want this stuff anymore. Particularly this year. The stuff that happened even last year. Or even 20 years ago. We simply do not want this in our lives. We cannot hold on to this. And the reason why is because it will hold us back emotionally to grow uh, in our effectiveness and our dealings with people, it will hold us back. And we will not be able to run this race that God has for us. You know, I, I've had quite a few tough years with COVID and some of the things going on. And I made a lot of mistakes myself, sadly. And actually one of those things here is a very interesting toy. Uh, it's actually a mirror. <laughs> and when I looked at it before, I thought, oh man in the mirror. You know, I got to look at myself. Hey, stuff that I have done to other people and that I'm really sorry for. And I've tried to convey this to them. And even now, if you're watching me, I'm sorry for things that i said I've done. Uh, Sometimes I can be a bit Dutch and a bit, you know, in my own way and learning in some things. Anyway, man in the mirror. Sometimes things we have done. But sometimes other people have done things for us, in us, uh, to us. And it's really, really hard. So how do you, just quickly, how do you deal with this? How do you you process this hurt? How do you stay humble? How do you stay happy? How do you stay uh, clean and vulnerable? How do you even still love and don't cut yourself off? How, How do you still become better and not bitter in this process? It's really hard. But I have got three answers for you. ...that I found in my journey the last couple of years. Three things that may help you very quickly as we will talk about this during the year. First of all is you've got to know your identity... You've got to know your identity in Christ as a son and a daughter of God. I tell you, when you grow in your identity and you know how loved you are by God and you know what authority you have and how much you are cherished and that the Holy Spirit lives in you and who you are becoming and who you have become, the more you will not put your value into other people's lives and you will not put your worth into other people's lives. And I tell you, when you do that, other people's lives will determine how you feel, how you are you don't want this anymore so I've I'm learning and starting to learn who I am in Christ and this is really helping me then with the nuances of life when people hurt me or things happen that I can be fine because even though it hurts me I can still laugh because I can give it a place it's their problem or there's an issue but it's not me it's my identity because my identity is secure in Christ can I have a good amen it's good stuff Anyway, (laughs) so good, so good. Now, the second thing I've learned is that to stay really close to Jesus. One of the things, you know, sometimes when you get hurt or you have an offense or something happens, you just run. I'm I'm out of here, you know. And it's the worst thing you can do. What I've learned is when we start to be into relationship with God and we stay close to Jesus Christ and we practice the presence of God, which we talked about last year a few times, and there's this whole sense of taking intentional time. Now, I suggest first time. I suggest even at one of the meetings we had the other day, we vowed as some of the sons in the sons group to say we're going to take extra time every morning. It's our tithe. You're tithing tithing. You don't just tithe money, the first 10% goes to God, but you also tithe, can tithe your time. Say, Lord, the first 10%, the first time, the first part of my time, I give to you. And I want to be that an intimate time with you, that I'm not distracted by other things. This is just for you. I tell you something, I've been doing this. I had one of the habits uh, that I can't talk about right now, and it's gone because I not only worked on my identity, but I stay close to Jesus, and when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, and you stay close to Jesus, the other things don't come even near, and they're not very important anymore, so make sure this year that we stay close to Jesus and actually a quick scripture here, Matthew 11 Jesus says this, come to me all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light see this is how we were meant to live we will le- learn meant to live in the, in the yoke in the presence of Jesus all the time and when you do life is light and I'm not saying not deep meaning, I mean it's light because you are with Jesus and he carries part of your burden. And you can be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. Those who wait upon the Lord, those who love Jesus will renew their strength and they will soar up like eagles. They will fall, they will not fall and they will walk and not faint. The beautiful scripture in Isaiah. So it's very powerful. The third thing I've learned is to forgive people. Ah, It's the hardest thing to do is to forgive people. People, even when they don't deserve it, or even when I know that I'm right, it is the hardest thing ever. But the thing is, though, Jesus says, forgive as I have forgiven you. I have no choice than to forgive. It is the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. It's the lifestyle of a son and a daughter of God. We've got to give up our right to even be right. It is so difficult. But that's what Jesus did. He was so humble. He was so loving that he can absorb, even when people abused him, even his enemies, he can love. Why? Because his love was so big. His identity was in himself and in the Father, not in the people's things. He has a relationship with the Father every day to practice the presence of God, the second thing. And the third thing is the whole thing of forgiving people, short account. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, love does not dishonor others. I'm not talking about your friends, I'm talking about everybody. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. That is so hard for you and for me, to keep no record. Wars happen because record of wrongs are totally maintained. Remember this whole thing ten years ago. Remember that incident five, fifty years ago, or whatever. We cannot do it. We need to make sure that we keep loving and we keep forgiving and keep our heart pure and undefiled. You know, this is the greatest power against being offended. If you want to be an unoffendable person, then this is the right thing. Your identity in Christ, your your relationship with God, intimate relationship, and learning to forgive, and that Jesus becomes your vindicator, not you have to vindicate. I I used to do, try to do myself. I thought, hey, I need to say something. Well, I'm learning now that although it's very difficult, it's better not to say something and just to love and let the Holy Spirit work in people's lives and let God vindicate you. Amen? This is so good. I changed my life. And this is how you empty your bucket. This is how you empty your bucket and keep your bucket nice and clean, free from disappointment, free from self-doubt and addiction, regret and offense. Forgive others as Christ has forgiven you. Break free, break free of those things in the past and let's go to the future. So my question to you today is on the 1st of January, 2023, What are you letting go? What are the things that have been in your bucket or still in your bucket and you just need to let it go? You actually need to forgive. You actually need to let it go. Some of you need to see a counselor. I did for many years too. Some things are quite deep and we need professional help and that's good too. But what are we letting go? Throw off those things so we can move into this marathon race with God and go into this beautiful year clean with a fresh start To go and make disciples of all nations what our task is as Christians and that we can go and fulfill God's purposes together. Amen. Well, I want to finish right now uh, by celebrating communion together because I can't think of any way better to start than with Jesus And with a meal, I do it every morning, as you know. Every morning I have my meal with him because I want him to be the first in my life. Because you know, I found out that when you put him first, everything else in your life falls into place. And that's what I need. I need everything to fall into place because I'm not that great all the time. But he is awesome in me. And there's a principle about first. And we're going to put him first even today. Amen? So i like us to fix our eyes on Jesus as we take communion and as we just acknowledge that He is our life source. He is our life. He is our strength, our comforter, our power. He heals us. He sets us free. And He gives us the hope for this year that we need. He is a mighty God. Now, what i like to do now is I, will, I want to lead you into a prayer, just before we take communion, lead you into a prayer of surrendering The stuff in the bucket to the Lord. Can you pray with me, please? Let's pray together. Father, today we let go of the things that have wounded me last year. Thank you for giving me the strength and the courage to throw them out and to let them go. Thanks for giving me, Lord, the grace to forgive Today I release everything that is weighing me down. I put it at the foot of the cross. I give it all to you. Thank you that I can trust you to sort things out for me because you know things best. You work all things together for my good because you love me and you love my family. I give you my burdens, I give you my questions, I give you my pain, my fear, my offenses, my regret, and I choose to walk with you rather than with my baggage. Lord, I praise you for who you are, and I thank you for what you've planned for me this year, 2023. And I want nothing to be in the way of fulfilling everything that you've got for me. I step with your confidence into this new year, with boldness and confidence and faith, knowing that you've got lots of things in store for me. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free, even today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Why don't we all, um, in your homes and wherever you are on the beach, uh, take a piece of bread, and this is the, the body of Christ, represents the body of Christ that was broken for us. His perfect body was broken for us, was smashed, it was just lashes. It was bleeding. It was terrible. Broken for us that we might have life. That we might have his, his life. So there's a an exchange that happens. And when we partake from the body of Christ into our lives by faith, heaven and His life is coming into our lives. And right now, there's some of the things in your bucket which were very deep. And right now we ask the Holy Spirit to heal and to give the exchange where there was mourning and sadness to bring the joy, where there was poverty to bring riches. And whatever you need in your life with us healing your body that his body he healed you 2,000 years ago we receive it by faith so let's eat right now the life of Christ the beautiful exchange to make us healthy in every way mind soul and spirit amen and then we take the cup this is the cup of the new covenant in his blood Forever forgiveness, which is beautiful. And because we have received forgiveness, that's why we can now forgive other people. And Lord, I forgive my, my enemies. I forgive the people who hurt me. What about you doing the same thing? And Father, I thank you for your forgiveness for me. Lord, that you would forgive me is just amazing. You would give me eternal life. It's just amazing. Thank you. And also, Lord, thank you. When you died, you cut a new covenant with me. A new covenant in your blood. It's a new kingdom of promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Unshakable, immovable. In this we live and have our being. We thank you, Lord, that you go ahead for us this year. Lord, we commit this year to you and we thank you, Lord, that you will guide us in every way. We trust in you to guide us and we believe that you've got wonderful things for us. Let's drink together in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to end with, you may have never... um, um, receives Christ we just celebrated Christmas the Christmas child, and Jesus came to die. Jesus came, was born on Christmas Day, but he died 33 years, late, 33 years later on the cross because he gave his life, because his, 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 his purpose was to die for the sin of the world and to set us free. So he died on Good Friday, and he rose again on Easter Sunday to give his life. And maybe you have never received a Christmas child. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave Jesus Christ so that anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Do you want eternal life? Eternal life is knowing God. It's having a relationship with God. We're not talking about religion. We're talking about the living relationship with the living God. In this life while we are alive on earth, but also as we die, we keep living with Him forever and ever and ever. What a wonderful, wonderful time that will be. Is there anybody online? And you said, yes, I want to receive Jesus Christ. At the beginning of this year, I want to start with Jesus. Well, I'd like to lead you in a prayer right now of commitment So the Holy Spirit can come into your life and change you from the inside out and give you this love, give you his peace, give you His everything, his joy that you need and which is powerful in our lives to live our lives for Christ. So let's pray together. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your life and your love. I receive, Lord, everything that you have for me. I declare you as Lord of my life today and I will serve you for the rest of my life in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you've prayed that prayer, we know that you've been born again. The Holy Spirit's come into your life, and everything will change for you for the better because He starts working in your life. He starts loving you like nobody ever loved you before. Now, make sure you find a wonderful church in your area, in Christ Church. Of course, this is a great church, but any other church or anywhere in the world, make sure there's a Bible believing, Holy Spirit filled church that can help you, disciple you, and God bless you. Hey, Happy New Year. And uh, we look forward to seeing you live in person very, very soon. God bless you. Amen.